0: Well, last week um, we uh, spent some time on the fact that God is faithful. If you didn't hear that message, I encourage you to go back, look at it. And there's some more things along those lines. Um, I covered what I thought I need to cover last week, but we're gonna we're going to um, stay on that tonight. I don't know if it'll spill over into one more. Uh, we'll see, and you know there could be more. But but this is what I have on my heart anyway. Uh, for this evening. Let's read some of the scriptures we read last week uh, at the beginning. First Corinthians 1.9. It says, God is faithful by whom you were called into fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God is faithful. He's faithful. We're going to read these scriptures that, you know, a few of them, then just read a few more. Um, to this effect, Isaiah forty nine seven: uh, Kings shall see and arise; princes shall also shall worship, because of the Lord, who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, and He has chosen you. Hebrews ten twenty three says: Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for He who promised is faithful. In Lamentations uh, three twenty two and twenty three it says: Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because of His compassions or because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Deuteronomy seven nine says, Therefore know the Lord your God. He is God, the faithful God. We serve the faithful God, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Revelation nineteen eleven says, Now I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. Called faithful and true. That's our Lord. He's faithful. Uh, We read this in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Faithful means steadfast in affection or allegiance, loyal. It also means firm in adherence to promises or an observance of duty, conscientious. Uh, Faithful implies unswerving adherence to a person or thing or to the oath or promise by which a tie was contracted. And we read some uh, synonyms from the thesaurus. Uh, Some synonyms are constant, devoted, fast, good, loyal, staunch, steadfast, steady, true, and some related words, dependable, dutiful, reliable, tried, trustworthy, unfaltering, unhesitating, unwavering, determined, intent, resolute. So God is all these things. He, uh, he's a rock. And like we said last week, He's more solid than any rock. You know, rocks erode over time, rocks, you can, you know, there's mountains. Uh, you probably, uh, you know, heard about like on the you go When they're going west and, and building trains or the interstate, there's places they had to literally blow up, blow their way through the mountains. They'd go in there, have dynamite, blow up a bunch, go, have to go in there, pull all that rock out, then do it again. Put dynamite in there, blow something up, go in there, get all that rock out, and just keep going until they went through the whole mountain to get to the other side. God can't be blown apart like that. impervious any amount of anything in the universe doesn't matter it it, it could go off all at once and God just be standing there the same way not a scratch on him he hadn't changed one bit there's no force in the universe that can move him that can change him There's nothing, you know, in our times or in our economy or in our culture that moves him. He's not moved by any of it. He's not surprised by any of it. He never is falling off his throne. He's never taken off guard. He's just solid. He's the same. He knows everything. He knows what's coming. He knows everything that's been. He knows what everybody's going to do. And yet he is just solid, faithful, true and that's to us. That's, that's who we serve, the, the faithful God. Yes. Deuteronomy said, the faithful God. He is faithful. He's true. You know, um, the Word of God uh, is, is like a straight edge. The truth of the Word of God is a straight edge that you put up against culture, put up against what people say, and that's how you can determine what's true and not, because the Word of God doesn't move. It's straight, but you put the Word of God up something, you'll see, oh, that's a little bent. That's curved. What somebody said, you put up against the Word of God, and you're like, oh, that's, you know, you look at it alone, and people go, oh, that sounds true, and you put up against the Word of God, and you realize it's not not straight at all. See, God is the standard. God's Word is the standard. God is the standard. There is no one that can show Him up. There is no one that will ever prove him wrong. There is no one that can uh, come against the Almighty and win. He's faithful, he's true, he's constant, and that is the one we serve. And so we need to know that as we navigate this life that God's faithful. That God's true. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13 says, Now no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common. Everybody say common. Common Common to man. Sometimes we get the impression what I'm facing is different. No disrespect meant to anybody or any situation, but what we go through is not different. And we ought not to respect our situation so much that we put it up against God and somehow think He's not going to come through, that you're giving it too much respect. You need to disrespect your situation and respect God. (laughs) Say, well, yeah, this may be but God. (laughs) He is everything we've just been saying. God is so true and so constant. This thing, eh. Again, you put that up against, it may look big in itself, but you put it up against God, you can't even see it. If you put it up against him and his faithfulness, he has always been. He, create, he created the whole universe, he will be here. Forever always has been. I mean, we're going to be around forever from now on, but he has always been. He's true. He, he has seen the ups, downs, left, rights of humanity, and he's constant. So because we are facing something, we ought not go, oh, I just don't know how I'm going to make it through. See, we're looking too much at it. We got to look up and say, God, and put it against, uh, up against him and go, okay, this, wasn't, this isn't so bad. It says, no temptation... Has overtaken you, except as is uh, such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you also may able to bear it. See, this does not say. People say God doesn't give you more than you can handle. That's not what this verse says. It says it doesn't say God's giving it to you. It says you, He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. In other words, there's nothing that comes across your path that you can't overcome with the help of God. God it's not saying God put it there. It's saying that it won't be more than you can take, that you can handle. God won't allow it. And he's faithful to do that. That's the context. It says, God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what, that which you're, or beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So it's saying no temptation uh, will come to you that is, um, but what is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted by anything that's going to take you out. So that faithful God is faithful in the midst of any circumstance. When you come up against any circumstance, you know he's faithful to bring you through every time and he is faithful to do that. In other words, when it's saying he's faithful to do that, he is true and loyal and will keep his word and will not allow you ever to go down. So what that means is no matter where we are, we can always say, I'm going over always. Because why? Just because we're making that up? See, people can do that in isolation without God. You're on your own then. Oh, I always win. Well, there's stuff, us and ourselves, we cannot overcome. I mean, people are just, I'm talking about a natural person. They could come up against a sickness they can't overcome. They could come up against some situation, you know, uh, financially that they can't overcome. But this is not what this are saying. Is. It says, God, see what we're talking about with being a Christian and relating to him, God is faithful who then will help you and it won't take you out. So as a Christian and as knowing the faithful God, we can say, doesn't matter. God's faithful, so then I'm coming out. See, you're putting it on him. Yes. That's faith. You're put you're saying he's faithful, so I'm coming out. Not oh I'm trying to I'm trying real hard to, to take something and believe it's uh, God. You're just saying no, he's faithful and he won't allow it, and if I believe that I will come out. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. You see it goes back to his faithfulness, how solid he is. See if if you get it to be where it's all you and your faith and solid, solidarity, your faithfulness even, that can crack because the day, you know, you're you're feeling pushed and you don't know if you can hold, and you start to say, but if I can't hold, then God can't do something. You're taking your eyes off him and put it onto you, and you are not him. <laughs> you are not the 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 faithful God, and now you're putting it on your performance, and that's Susceptible to failure, but if you'll look to him and say, No, he's faithful, doesn't matter if I feel like I can't hold out, he said I won't go down, so I'm not going down. I remember Brother Hagan preaching in a sermon. At the end of it, he was, you know, the devil's just yelling at him saying, you're going down. And he just had to yell. Um, he, he put his Bible on the floor and stood on it. And he said, devil, I'm not going down for, because for me to go down, the word of God would have to go down. I'm holding on to Jesus and he's not going down. So for, for me to go down, he would have to fail and he's not failing, so I'm not failing because he's faithful. See, we just we st- we talked about this last week. You just stay there. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. You keep your eyes on him. See, so you're praising him, you're looking to him. You're number 1. You're taking your eyes off your situation, you're taking your eyes off you. You're looking to him and that is a position of victory. Because he's not going to fail. He's never going to fail. He is Faithful. 2 Thessalonians 3.3 3 says, but the Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. He is faithful. He will establish you and he will guard you from the, the evil one. See, these, this is all just Ammo. You know, like, you know, these, these scriptures are available on the website. You know, when we, when we edit the videos, we put those up on the website as well. You can, of course, take notes, but you can also just download this as a document. And you just, these are, when you got to remind yourself, you can just go down these things and it's just ammo for you to say, oh, no, God's faithful. If you need help putting your mind back on this, you get these scriptures in front of you and just start reading them out loud. No, God is faithful. The Lord is faithful. He's establishing me. No, I won't be tempted beyond what I can bear. No, I serve the faithful God. 1 Peter 4.19 says, Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to Him in doing good as to a faithful creator. It says, let those who suffer. Is there suffering on this earth? Yes. See, it's not, you know, we, we believe in faith or we believe or we, we uh, believe in the word of faith of, that the word of God says word of faith is just a phrase that's in, in the Bible. We believe in believing God, in having faith in God. Uh, there is suffering that we're redeemed from. You don't have to suffer what is under the curse. You don't have to suffer what Jesus bore. That doesn't mean there's not suffering in this earth. That's another sermon, but there's all kinds. of It's talking about it here. There is a suffering in doing the will of God. If you're going to walk in what he told you to do, there is going to be times when you're bumping up against just putting your flesh down. That's a form of suffering. You deal with people and, and things that, situations, in doing what God has told you to do, there's suffering in that. It's, it's not your will, but his will be done. And that's what it's referring to here. Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God. In other words, you're in the will of God and you're suffering. Again, we're not talking about stuff that we're redeemed from, but there is a suffering. If you're going to do the will of God, you're going to put down your flesh and you're going to have to push through some things who suffer according to the will of God, commit their souls to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. In other words, let those who are going through some suffering because they're doing the word of God or the will of God, commit what they're doing to God as to one that's faithful. In other words, God's not going to fail. I don't care what it looks like. Uh In other words, God's word is true. And what he said will always come to pass and he will never, ever let us down, ever. In other words, when the dust settles, God is right and true. He will not be mocked. Everything he said will come to pass. There will not fail one word of anything he said. 2 Timothy 2 2, verse 11 says, this is a faithful saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny Him, He will also deny us. If we are faithless, He remains faithful. He cannot deny Himself. In other words, note what any person does does not determine what God does. You, me, another person, you know, people can fail. God will not. It says even if we are faithless, people are faithless, He remains faithful. Always. Always. Isn't that just comforting? Yes. You know, it's it's tempting to look at what people do or what the news says people do or, oh, this person, you know, that is in elected office or something, they did this and, and just... It's not that you don't want people to make right decisions and stuff, but, but then you, if you're not careful, you can start tying how God's going to do things in your life with what somebody else does. Now, it's true. If you live you know, a locality, country, we're affected by decisions, and that's why we need to pray for people, pray for our leaders. But even when uh, decisions are made or different things or you know, in, in your company or business, somebody does something... You don't have to go. Oh, that means it's gonna go down for me. You can say in the midst of it, God is still faithful. Yes. He can change circumstances. He can remove people. He can get people out of the way at your company if they're not if they're hindering you. Uh, watch. Just trust God. If there is, you don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be afraid of any person. No person has authority over, I mean, they may have a measure of authority in your job or something, but they don't dictate where your life is going. They're not going to hold you hostage. And if you're serving God, God will make a way around, through, under, over, you know, no person is God. And if you're serving Him and being faithful where you are, where you're supposed to be in the will of God, then He is faithful to you. He's faithful. He's faithful. God is a faithful God. Thank you, Lord. Now let's look at Jeremiah 1, verse 12. <clears throat> we looked at a few of these verses uh, last time. It says, Then the Lord said to me, 'You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. I'm ready to do what I said. We, when we read the definitions of faithfulness, uh, it means that you are uh, willing and loyal in, and firm in doing what you said you would do. Well, God is that. We've read how many scriptures that said He's faithful. Well, He's going to do what He said He's going to do. Let's re- read a few more to this effect. First, 1 Kings 8.56, uh, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to His people Israel according to all that He promised. There has not failed One word of all His good promise, which He promised through His servant Moses. There has not failed one word of all His good promise. In other words, God is faithful. If He said it, He's going to do it, period. Every single time. Uh, Titus 1, verse... uh, One says, Paul, a bondservant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth which accords with godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. It says, He cannot lie. He'll do what he said. Not one word is going to fail of everything he said. He cannot lie. Uh, Numbers 23 19 said, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do, or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? So here is talking about his word. And we read these last week. God is a faithful God, and part of him then being faithful is that he does what he says, always, period. He will always do what he says. He never will let anybody down. There is never a situation where he missed it, where he said something, he told you uh, uh, to do something, but. You know, he just didn't come through. It's never like that. So if it ever looks like that, you know from the word of God, it's not like that. So you just stay in his corner and say, no, he's faithful. And you just watch him come through. That's never, never time to disengage with God and get on the side, take sides against God and somehow say, well, God failed me. He won't fail me. Ever. His word says he won't, he says he's faithful, he's more constant than any man, so we need to erase that from our thinking if we're going to walk with him. This is mind renewal. We need to get rid of any thought ever. If any thought rises up in any sphere of life that somehow God didn't keep his word or he didn't do something for us, that he didn't come through, that he was unfaithful, we need to stomp it right at the source and say, no, that's not true, period. So we know he's faithful. I don't, and then we say, "Well, I don't care what it looks like. God's faithful. Hasn't you know? It's not over. He's faithful. He won't fail. His word won't fail." Well, see, now we become hardened. Then we we are not going to be moved. Now we can believe him in face in the face of of, of circumstances that seem impossible. Because the, we are not going by what it, the circumstance, it doesn't matter how impossible it is. That impossible is nothing compared to his faithfulness. In other words, his faithfulness, if he said it, he's going to do it. Anything that, that looks hard or impossible, has gotta, it's got to move. It's got to bend because it's not impossible with God. So now we know our, our faith becomes more in His Word and His capability and ability uh, and adherence to keeping His Word than it is with anything that pushes on us externally. Well, that's a different realm. See, you're, you, you, are, uh, you, you cannot be defeated when you get or I get to the mindset that God will come through no matter what, it doesn't matter if it looks like I lost, it doesn't matter if it, it, there's, it, there, there, there's no way through, if it looks like God failed me, I just, I can't accept that, and so now I stay, well, I set myself up for God to be faithful then in my life, to do what He said He was going to do anyway, but see, if I disengage, if I start going a different way, I... I it's not that God failed. I believe something else and was stolen from. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's look at Genesis 15, verse 1. We're just going to look briefly, um, not going all the detail, but of uh, Abram, who become became Abraham, and Sarah. You know, when they had a son, they they were not supposed to have children. They're well past the age, but God told them something. God told them they would. Verse one says, after these things, the word of God came to Abram in a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord, Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abram said, look, you have given me no uh, offspring. Indeed, one born in my house uh, is my heir. Verse four, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one, shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to them, said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So God told him something here that is... Impossible naturally. What Abraham is receiving from God to Abraham naturally is impossible just as it would be to you and me. You know, don't let this be something that, well, it's in the Bible and we know the end of the story, so take it and take it out of reality and not what it truly was, which is just as challenging to Abraham's mindset as it is to you and mine. I'm talking naturally. It's not like he had a pass. The reason we know about Abraham is because he believed God. He chose to. And whether it's a specific word like this, or if it's just the Word of God, which we're reading tonight, and we, we see uh, God's promise if, if we have the Word of God come to us, no matter how impossible it looks, we, we have a choice that we can choose to believe God and choose to believe He's faithful just like Abraham did. Or we can choose to, to say, that's just too hard, I, I can't believe that, and disqualify ourselves from doing what God would have done. Because he's faithful. Because God, if God said it, that's it. We've just read Scripture that he is faithful, 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 and that he's ready to perform his word, which is part of being faithful. And so if he's all those things, if he said it, it's as good as done. It's not like there's a question. See, that is faith in him. It's faith in what he said. If God said it, I have more faith in him, his word, his character than I do anything else. Well, you've just believed Him. That's called faith. But no, it's, it, notice it's based on Him. Because this is the foundation of believing God, faith, having uh, faith in Him. If He is not faithful, if He's not going to perform His Word, it doesn't matter what you and I believe. The foundation is that God is faithful and will keep His Word. Now, you have a choice to believe that, but if He's not faithful, it doesn't matter. We can believe Him all day and nothing will happen. People do it all the time. They believe something, though sincerely, it's, it's, mis, uh, it, it's misplaced faith, and people, the person or thing that they're believing won't, won't actually come through for them, but they believed it sincerely. Well, God's not in that category. He's not in that category. God will always come through. He is, we've just spent time establishing it. He is more solid than anything in the universe. There is nothing in the universe that's more solid than God and by extension, His Word. He is His Word. So if he's faithful, his word is true, period. It is more true than anything you can see. In other words, if you see something that disagrees with his word, you have to say, that's got to bend because God's not going to bend. He is the most solid thing in the, in the whole universe. His word is more solid, more true than anything else, period. It's more solid and true than any person. It's more solid and true than anything I can see or feel. My feelings, see, what what sometimes we do is I feel something and I just don't know if then God's working. Your feelings are subject to change. My feelings are subject to change, but they can feel really persuasive. But if we'll say, wait a minute, that's not more true than God, God trumps everything. You guys ever played cards? And there's a suit that, that's the, that's the suit that trumps everything else. You know, you play spades, a spade, doesn't matter. You know, you could have the two of spades uh, that that will win over the ace of diamonds or anything else. Ace of diamonds, ace of hearts, ace of clubs. If you have a spade, you win the trick. Yeah. Period. God's faithfulness is that it doesn't matter what else it is, God's faithfulness, His what he said is going to go, doesn't matter what else has to bend. It doesn't matter if laws have to be suspended. It doesn't matter if people have to change their mind that look like they can never change their mind. God's God's not, we're not talking about you warping uh, other people's wills, they're in control of their wills, but God knows what people are due before the fact, and it's going to happen. You just may not, you may think, there is no way, this is impossible with these people. God already knows what's going to happen, and if He said it, He knows how to get there. That's it. So here you have a situation where God has said, you're going to have a baby to Abraham, Abram at this point and Sarah, and they're well past the age, and they they shouldn't have a baby. And God yet, God said they're going to have a baby. So, with what we know in 2023, reading this, we ought to go right away baby's going to come. There is no way that baby is not coming, right? right. Now, he doesn't know that. (laughs) Abram at that point doesn't have himself to look back on in a written word. Or a printed sheet, He does not have that. He is having to trust God and go on what God said. That's why he's the father of faith. Yeah, yeah. He, doesn't get, he, doesn't, he doesn't get what you and I have right now. We can look at all this scripture and then we go back and look at Genesis and go, Abram, it's done. Don't you know? Your name's going to be t- changed to Abraham and that means you know, Father of Nations. And, All the, you know, God's showing you the sky, just believe. Well, we could bring it right to us what is pushing on us in our life. And if God said it, we ought to say, done, on its way, period, not moving from it. Because He's faithful. Because we have the Word of God and this Word of God as. It's just as solid. We read the Word of God to Abraham in our Word of God, and God has given us words, and we need to say that faithfulness of God is unswerving, and so it's done in my life. It's done. I count it as done. Why? Because God's faithful. He won't move. I, be- I believe it. I trust it, and so I just keep going. What if something else looks something more, you know, a different day, or I feel something different? It doesn't matter. God's faithful. Done 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 what if you just don't move from that got to show up has to god is not going to change he is not faithless he's faithful genesis 21 verse 1 so he told him god told abram you're going to have uh, you're going to have a child from your body look said look at the the stars you're not you can't even numbering that that's how many descendants you're going to be or you're going to have then verse uh, one of, verse, of chapter 21, and the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son of his old, in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. So this is just saying it happened. God did what he said he would do. Now, look down at Romans 4, verse 19. Then it's, it's looking back at this, and, and there's a uh, couple verses I want you to see of commenting on this, this happening. Verse 19, and not being weak in faith, he, Abraham, did not consider his own body. This is saying when he's going through this process, God has told him you're going to have a child. And so as he's facing this impossibility, it says Abraham did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. In other words, God is faithful. He's counted God's faithful. He's believed God. And so he's not considering the natural circumstances. He knows it. Obviously, he lives in the body. He feels in the body. He sees Sarah, but he's not considering it. In other words, he's not, he's not weighing it more than what God said because God is faithful. So God got what God said has to come to pass. So he's just considering, I have this body. Sarah has this body, but it's got to change. Something's got to give, and it's not going to be God. So here we go. It says he didn't consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old in the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able to perform. He's fully convinced that what God promised He is able to perform, able also to perform. So what is that? He is is believing and considering God faithful. He's saying God said it. He doesn't ever break his word, so it's done. So I'm not going to waver. There's no way if I believe God's faithful, I believe he said this, And this is going to happen because God never can break his word, will not break his word. There's no reason for me to vacillate over here thinking God won't do it. Because I'm convinced that there's no way he fails. He's faithful. He said it. He's going to keep his word. So wavering would be to go over here and think for a a little bit, well, he's not. I just don't know. Why would you do that? Because you see something, because you feel something. You're comparing something else is more faithful than God. But if I really consider God faithful, I've said, nope, he's faithful. So unbelief, What is unbelief doing? It's, it's coming from the fact, from the position of God being uh, faithful and believing he's going to do it to somehow getting over here to, to, to where I don't believe he's going to do it. Well, I'm questioning his faithfulness. I, if he said it, now I'm thinking he might not do it, which is actually questioning the faithfulness of God. But if we absolutely settle the faithfulness of God, his faithfulness to me, the fact that he'll keep his word, then there's no reason for me to go away from this position. I stay there and say, nope, he's faithful. That's it. And there's nothing that can get me off there. That, that is a simple If we make it that simple and just say there, we won't be moved by anything because there's nothing that can change his faithfulness. Nothing. Nothing supersedes who he is. No person, no circumstance, no feeling, no disease, no name, no bank account amount, no no uh, business circumstances, no economy, no relationship, nothing supersedes God's faithfulness. So I just stay that in this place that God is faithful. He won't move. And so I can have joy. I can have peace. I can have comfort because God's faithful and he'll come through, and what he said will happen. And so it doesn't matter that the middle sometimes doesn't feel fun, but we know it's got to end up like God said. So when it feels like I want to go down over here, I just stay pegged up here and act because I believe it like this is true, which, bring, with, which is going to bring me joy is going to stoke my joy. Is going to have, when, when you think it's just going to be all like this, but you if you really believe it's going to be what God said, then you can have peace even when everything looks like this. Because you know, it's all going to settle out. It's got to be like He said. So right now in the middle of chaos, I'm just going to be, I'm going to act like what He said is true. That's faith. That's in the middle of circumstance. You're just saying, no, God's faithful. So you watch, it'll show up. Well, it doesn't look like it. That has nothing to do with it. He said it. Done. Right. Yeah, but you you know it's not there now. You don't. are not tempted to be depressed. Tempted. Not going to yield. I'm just gonna just gonna just gonna trust God. I'm just gonna praise God. I'm just gonna believe Him. Because He's faithful. Because He's faithful. Because He's true. He's true to me. He's true to anyone that will believe him and trust him and honor him. He's a good God and he's unmovable. And so if he said it, he'll do it. And so if he said it, it's mine. So if he said it, it's done. It's as good as done. And if I can believe a person that they say they'll wire the money this next day and I can trust that, that's going to show up, then I can believe God that what He said is done and I have it. Amen.